You're listening to Kapow, the pop culture podcast, comics, television, movies, and more. If it impacts fan culture, we have something to say about it. And now, your hosts, Michael, Jordan, Cliff, and Seth. Welcome back, everybody, to the fourth of our special greatest game show bracket challenge. My name is Jordan Lowe. I'm Cliff Barnes. I'm Seth. Host number three. <laughs> so this is it. This is this tonight. We will crown a winner. Correct. Correct. It all comes down to this. We've all already this. named three of our final four, so we have one more region quote-unquote, of our bracket to go. What region would that be, Cliff? Tonight, Jordan, we'll be doing the Trebek region, of course. Ooh. All right, so if you're a patron with access to the video of these recordings, you can see the whole bracket, March Madness style. Yeah. Head-to-head matchups. Yes. But even if you can't see it, you'll hear it. We are going to debate them Two at a time, pick a winner, and it will move on to face the next until we have our fourth of the final four. And then we'll recap what we did the last three episodes and crown an ultimate winner. Exactly. And in case you haven't tuned in all right for the previous three episodes, uh, currently where we're at is we are down to The Price is Right, Hollywood Squares, and Family Feud. And then tonight we'll get our fourth winner, and then uh, we'll bring our final four together for, you know, to crown the grand champion of game shows. So, anybody got anything else to add before we start running in into these brackets? No, just to reiterate, we've got positive feedback for this, so we're glad people are enjoying it as much as we have been. So let's let's end on a strong note and... Make the people happy. Give them what they want. <laughs> well, this bracket. That's up to you guys. <laughs> this bracket is uh, the second bracket to feature uh, a play in. We had two play ins basically uh, throughout the whole thing. Th- 34 total shows we've included in our bracket. The first matchup, our play in matchup, is going to be Cash. Cash Cab versus Cash Explosion. And Seth, you wanted Cash Cab in here, so uh, tell us about it. Yeah, I looked at your list. I I said, this is a good good list. There was a couple things I had you add. I think those were the two plays. You you made me work for it. The the bracket was already made. I I got my other pick into the main bracket. It fought its way in there. Yeah. Uh, Starcade. <laughs> I think I can successfully beat Cash Explosion mm. with uh, Cash strong, Cab. Strong words. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> uh, well, for, let's start with Cash Explosion. What is this the lottery one? This is, is the this lottery is? one. So, to folks, People watch that. <laughs> to folks local to I thought us, that was a commercial. <laughs> this was a. Uh, uh, this was it was the lottery, the Ohio Lottery TV game show. 
Tonight, one of these seven people is going to go home with $50,000 on the Ohio Lottery's cash explosion. And here to give the money away are Bob Grassi and Sharon Bicknall. Thank you, everyone, and welcome to another edition of Cash Explosion. Oh, this is wonderful. I love doing this, and I'm sure that these players want to get started on their race to that $50,000, too. Oh, I'm sure they do, Sharon. They each hold a Cash Explosion lottery ticket on which the word entry appeared three times. Mm -hmm. Their tickets were drawn on the air last week, and here they are trying to get into the green. One of them is going to be our big grand prize winner tonight. And they are all winners because each is guaranteed $1,000. At least $1,000. And there are other great prizes too all made right here in Ohio including a brand new car and our seven finalists are here because of a purchasing a single lottery ticket next week it could be you from our state capital meet player number one Jim Wallace now retired I have fond memories of it watching it with my grandmother she always played the lottery the only person I really have ever known that I swear played the lottery every week the same numbers and never won anything um but it was broadcast on television stations throughout Ohio. Uh, it originated in Cleveland and currently is uh, still in production in Columbus, Ohio. Uh, originally aired in February 1987 to September 2006, the original run. Um, after that, uh, the Ohio, Ohio Lottery replaced it with Make Me Famous, Make Me Rich. However, slumping ticket sales and poor ratings prompted the return of Cash Explosion um, just a year later in 2007. It's remained on the air ever since then. It's still on. Still on to this day, it is the longest-running state lottery-based game show um, wow. in the country, surpassing so California's The Big Spin, which ended in 2009 after 23 years. Um, yeah, so... So this, what is... If, if you win, you had to go on the show, or is it like you can win extra stuff yeah, by going it. on the show? That was, was like, the curse, yeah. Why? <laughs> They're like, uh oh, you have to go on this show. Yeah, I, I don't, I don't quite get the mechanics of it. No, you don't just win. You don't just win a scratcher. You have to go on TV and claim it. <laughs> well, <laughs> you know, I honestly, from just from memory, I'm not sure exactly how they chose the contestants. <laughs> All right. Um, I'm guessing it's some way to trick you out of the money they were don't yeah. want to give you. <laughs> It's like, you yeah. can double your money. Just wager it again. Oh, it says seven contestants, each of whom submitted a cash explosion scratch card ticket with three matching entry symbols, competed in a race to reach the top of an 11-step pyramid in order to win the 50000 Yes. Uh, losing contestants were each given $1,000. So you still got money, even if you lost. Um, each contestant had a box of cards in front of them, numbered... Uh, negative two to three with no zero cards on the turn. Each contestant drew a card, moved up or down the pyramid by the number uh, indicated. The first person to land on the final square by exact count won $50,000. If a contestant returned to the start line at any point in the game, or if they drew two negative value cards uh, in a row, they were eliminated. So... That's how you won the fifty thousand um, dollars. 
Um, Host-wise, you guys may remember uh, the original... Um, the original host was Bob Bob Grossi, Bob. who was the uh, weather anchor uh. at WBNS TV, 10 TV. Uh, Columbus. Columbus, yes. The he weatherman. Was, the weatherman. Did the game show. Yes. He was replaced in 88 by Cleveland radio personality Paul Tepe. He lasted until 2000. Paul, I've got a face for Radio Tepe. Apparently. Uh, Mike Armstrong took over then. Uh, then uh, he didn't last but a few months, and Tepe uh, <laughs> came back. I don't know if I'm saying that. Yeah, right breaking in here. <laughs> hey, breaking remember in here. how I said we should end strong? <laughs> yeah, breaking in here. I'm going to save this by saying cash cab. Everybody remembers cash cab. Sorry, I'm not used to cabs in New York City. It's Cameron and Chef from Southern Charm. You all right? Yeah, okay. everything's good. It's nasty out there. Cash Cab! Oh. It's a TV game show that takes place right here in my taxi. I'm a huge Cash Cab fan. Oh, that's awesome. This is like a life bucket list dream. Cool. Where are we going? Now I'm nervous. We are headed to 76 in Amsterdam. You guys are playing for a charity, right? We're playing for a local charity in Charleston called Feed the Need, which... Comedian um, Ben Bailey pulls up with this cab. Where, where was he a weatherman? Yeah, really. Exactly. Where wasn't? He, he wasn't, wasn't in Columbus, man. I can tell you that. Oh. Not in 1988. He'd pull up in his cab and you would get in with your friends or whatever, going for a ride. And then the lights would burst on and sh- the whole thing would light up. And you're like, oh, no, I'm in cash cab. And I, and they'd map out, okay, where are, you, where are you going? You got so many blocks, 27 blocks before we get to your destination. And you have to answer these trivia questions. And you earn money as you go. It's like $50 a question, I think, or something. And then the next round may go to a hundred and you only, I think you only get three strikes or something like that. And so it was a have, trivia show. Yeah. You, you answer these trivia questions, but it was much like, you know, they used the, and I, I know the rules changed a little bit over time, but the, I th- think they basically had a, who wants to be a millionaire format where they were saying you could stop for a, a, a shout out. You could like pull over and ask somebody on the street, you know, the question, or you could maybe get a mobile shout out, use your phone. And hmm. where, then where like, did... if, if you stopped at a red light, you had a red light challenge where they might be like name as many best Oscar winners as you can or whatever, while we're setting at this red light and you earn money for each one you name and hmm. that kind of stuff. Where did the $50,000 pyramid come into play? On this show? Yeah, I don't know. <laughs> anyway, when you get to the end, um, how, how much money you had won, you know, they're all excited to get out of the car, and then they, you had a usually a video question to double your money, even though the video may just be a, picture, a screen of someone reading you a trivia question. <laughs> but uh, that was it, and the Did guy they... was kind of funny. Did they travel around, or was it always in the same city? I, I honestly don't know. I don't know. I don't know. I, I assume I, it was the same city. I know of this show, but I I can't say I've ever like sat down and watched. Really? Yeah. It seemed like it was on around dinner time or something mm-hmm. that 
back in the day, it was just like, I think it started, you know, 15 or 20 years ago, probably 2000, mid 2000s. It was on for a good 10 years. I think it left for a little bit, came back for, it might be back on now. I don't know. I know it came back not too long ago for a, a run. Hmm. It's just a fun little trivia game. It was a little more, uh, a little more uh, professional than your uh, weatherman or radio DJ. I always like Cash's explosion. <laughs> it was local. Um, it was a they always they drew the you know the the lotter the little Powerball or whatever it was in the middle of the show. They always broke away from it. You know, my grandma would have her tickets out and and uh, they'd read off those numbers every week. It was a fun show for me. I, I always thought it was neat just because it was local. Um, I know uh, we know somebody that their mom went and won a bunch of money on it one time years ago, uh, probably 20 years ago. Yeah, it was just that that was the appeal to me when I was looking up game shows. I was like, oh, my gosh. Here's a here's a show I I would not have immediately thought of, but when I saw it listed, I was like, oh my gosh! I I used to watch that show with my grandma so much, and she loved it, and the whole thing came back to me. Jordan, well, yeah. uh, it's showing Cash Cab started in two thousand five. And ran for 14 seasons. So the, the last episode I has on here was August of 2020. So it's still very recent. I think it, I think it took a I think it took a hiatus in the middle there for several years, though. Uh, if a player answers incorrectly three times, he is kicked out of the cab without any money. Yeah, you don't make it to your destination. Uh, yeah, it's, I I'm like Cliff. I have never watched it. That is crazy. Everybody else has seen this except you guys. I mean, I know the concept. It's been yeah. referenced before. I know what it is, and it's not the lottery. So let's go. Let's go. With it. <laughs> we, I've okay. never played the lottery. Cash cab is going through. <laughs> okay, what's next? Oh my good goodness. Okay. <laughs> not a, wow. Okay. Uh. Well, since uh, cash cab. Sorry, um, Grandma. Yep. Sorry, Grandma. Um. We'll roll right into. Cash Cab will then be put up against number one seed, Alex Trebek, Jeopardy. Surprise me, Trebek 16. Answer. $20,200. All right. This big landlocked African country was surprised to be added to the USA's 2017 travel ban but was removed from the list in 2018. What is Chad? You're right. <laughs> 40,400, your lead. Surprise me, 2,000. Anybody want to have anything special, any special Jeopardy stories we haven't told before? No? Okay. <laughs> Rolling right there. Again. If any strong. of you listeners have a special Jeopardy story you'd like to share, reach out. Tell it to yourselves. <laughs> Just talk amongst yourselves. Jump yeah. in a taxi cab. We're tell read. it to the driver. <laughs> tell it to your weatherman. Tell, tell your weatherman. Um, tell your grandma. <laughs> 
Jeopardy. Again, just a very simple format. Trivia questions. So many of these game shows are, are just tri- answering trivia questions, but there's a million different ways to do it. Created by Merv Griffin, uh, of course. Um, yeah, this is uh, the 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 gimmick in this is uh, they give you the answers and then you have to what pose in the form of a question. Can I say something blasphemous? Mm. I never. I don't. I don't. That makes it's dumb. I agree. I don't like that. I agree. It's a, as a gim, it's culturally significant. It's a important part of game show history, but it's very annoying to have to say what is mm-hmm. your problem. What is your problem, is- Jordan? <laughs> I agree, though. I feel like it was it was probably um, a nice gimmick in the beginning to set it apart. From other shows, but and then they're like, "Man, what did we do? Yeah, we can't do anything about that now." Forty years later, and why are we still doing this? Yeah, I'm not gonna say that's like disqualifying or anything. But <laughs> mm-hmm. I don't think that adds anything to the show. Did they? Right. Uh, did did do you ever? Were there actual repercussions if you didn't put it in the form of a question? Like they say, "Oh, sorry, you're wrong." They, yeah, they just stand there and stare at you. Like you if go, you're tied, you, you'd say, up, you know, you go, Babe Ruth. Who is Babe Ruth? Like, they would just say nothing until you got it right or your time ran out. Hmm. Um, Okay. Notes. Uh, Originated series on March 30th, 1964 in original daytime format. It ran until 75 on NBC. Then revived, uh, brought back on NBC for a 20-week run. 21-week run. I can't talk tonight. Um, with a slightly different format from 78 to 79. Art Fleming hosted the program. Um, the current version that we have known our most of our lives uh, debuted on September of 84 with Alex Trebek as host. Um, and then it's kind of, like we said, it's been basically the same show ever since. So... Um, the exception of a 39-episode block of weekly shows placed in syndication near the end of the first run in 74 to 75. Uh, Jeopardy has aired its first run episode five days a week throughout its existence. So going back to, you know, what we were saying um, before about Wheel Fortune 7 p.m., Jeopardy 7.30 p.m., five nights a week. So, prime time. Um, but yeah, they've done, of course, they've done different, uh, uh, college week or, uh, um, they've hosted, uh, uh, had the show in different locations, I think a few times and they've done some much like Will Fortune done some little variations, but basically it's the same show, um, over and over and over. Uh, it got, you know, we, we talked a few years back when Ken Jennings was running his or making his big run through it and winning all the money and how it kind of, I don't know, I guess brought Jeopardy back to the spotlight of the country for a while. And of course, currently now he's right now he's the guest host. And I think what we say he's done about 30 episodes or whatever. So. Yeah. That's the most potential. It's like a, who wants to be a millionaire or something where you have, some something exciting can happen on there that gets people to all of a sudden everyone wants to tune in to yeah. something special's happening. But out of a good Jeopardy story, 
Oh my Ooh. gosh. Wow. <laughs> uh, my senior yearbook. My senior quote or whatever. I plan to attend Otterbein College in the fall and possibly pursue a career in business. Two for two. <laughs> I will then spend my time accumulating trivial bits of knowledge and winning a fortune on Jeopardy. Wow. So that was my goal. There he is. Well, well. Who's <laughs> <laughs> a dweeb underneath you? <laughs> Actual Still Jeopardy a champion. Friend. Still a Facebook friend. Actual good, Jeopardy good champion. Somebody. <laughs> well, it's saying well, my the... quote. My quote oh. was: "Every rose has its thorn, just like every night has its dawn, just like every cowboy sings a sad, sad song." <laughs> and they put taken from a Guns N' Roses song. <laughs> Wait, I want to know what so, the other guy said he was going to be. I have been immortalized. <laughs> As an idiot, after saying yeah. I want to be on Jeopardy. No, uh, it was the Poison song that immortalized that. I plan on going to a four-year college majoring in computer science, then grad school and a master's, maybe even a doctorate. I think he may have done that. I don't know. <laughs> or crackhead. We don't know. <laughs> Nobody he ever... makes more money than I do. Let's just say that. He, he was voted most likely to succeed. And yeah, I but, yeah, but... <laughs> Did he quote warrant? Mm, skid Row. <laughs> I'm betting it was Skid Row. <laughs> I was quoting Bill and Ted quoting Poison, but that's all right. Oh, uh, what is pretentious? <laughs> okay. All right. So uh, Jeopardy, Cash, Cab. Yeah, Emily, yeah. Jeopardy. You guys never even heard of Cash Cab, no. so. Yeah. Come on. We know what's happening here. What is Cash Cab? I'm asking because I don't know. <laughs> oh, yeah. Wow. All right, guys. Matchup number two. Uh, here's a fun little one. Uh, win Ben Stein's money mm. versus Card Shark. From Television City in Hollywood, it's Card Shark. Here's the host of Card Shark, Bob Eubank. Thank you. Thank you. Oh, that's enough. Thank you very much. Hello, everybody. Welcome to Card Sharks. We're glad you could make it today. We have some delightful contestants. We have a lot of money to give away, so we're going to pick it up from where we left off last time. Where we left off last time, our champion had just won another match, and she was ready to play the big money cards. So let's get her in here right now. Come on, Amy. Here we go. Now, card sharks, isn't that just blackjack or something? Um, uh, no, well... No, it's higher or lower, right? Yeah, it was oh. higher or lower. Ooh, guessed. It's war. Yeah. It's yeah. war. <laughs> it's 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 uh based on the card game AC Ducey. Player has their own deck of fifty-two playing cards. They're shuffled and cut before we go on the air, and the red cards on the top will be played by Royce. The lower cards are the blue cards to be played by Cynthia. The object of the game is to work your way across the board, predicting whether each of these cards is higher or lower than the one that precedes it. Before you can begin calling high-low on the cards, you have to first answer a high-low toss-up question. Here comes my little R2-D2 now. All of our toss-up questions based on a poll of 100 people. They test your ability to judge human nature. And Royce, the first question goes to you, and we polled 100 women. 
in the small Idaho town of Craigmont. And we asked them. Let's get question. really big playing cards, right? This is the really big playing card show. Yes. I right. think it's made a comeback. I think it's one of those shows they've recently oh. brought oh, back. Good. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. It's uh, Joel McHale, I think. Right? Yeah. Yeah. What did they do on there that, like, in the new one, did they change anything? Like, no, it's exactly the same. Exactly I think the set the is same. exactly the same. Yeah. They take a card and say it's a five. Okay. Yes. You say, and you say higher, higher lower, higher. or stop, no, you just, or hold. You say or higher. higher. Yeah. Because it's a five. Right. <laughs> but they don't always. <laughs> they don't. So this That's concept has been made into. Um, into a series at least four times since 78. Wow. Um, Cause it just kept working. It, it did. It was easy <laughs> to play along. <laughs> Those cards are dynamite. <laughs> so uh, originally ran looks like uh, 78 to 81 on NBC. Jim Perry was the host returned and ran from 86 to 89 on CBS with Bob Eubanks as host. That is oh, the version wow. I remember. That yeah, is def, definitely one, the one Bob's I, the I grew up with. Um, uh, hey, there's a game show host for you right there. Absolutely. Gene Wood was the announcer in the 70s and 80s. Um, another syndicated production aired in 01 with Pat Bullard as host. And then uh, we mentioned the primetime version since 2019 with Joel McHale. Um, you know, they have the pretty girls that... Turn Do, the cards. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Turn the cards. Flip them over. Um, that's pretty much, I, I, you know, that's the, the gist of it. it. Yeah. So. Um, what was it up against? Ben Stein's money? When, that's Comedy Central show? Yes. Comedy Central. Um, win Ben Stein's money. With Jimmy Kimmel? Yes. Jimmy got his big host. start. Mm-hmm. Yep, that's right. All right, contestants, good luck. You're going to need it. Everyone, please turn your attention to our game board as Jimmy tells us our first five topics. And they are places north of the border where you get the 600-mile runs. <laughs> Belong in the restless? <laughs> Don't mock me. Come over there and lower the sonic boom. <laughs> the guy's an angel, but he has halotosis. <laughs> and her smile is fake, but her rack is real. <laughs> All right, now, contestants. In the first round, questions are worth anywhere from fifty to one hundred and fifty dollars of my money. We're going to start with you, Kathy. Please pick a topic. Well, I think uh, obviously I'll have to start with her smile is fake, but her rack is real. Hundred dollar question, subject to a vote of conference of the Knesset. The Israeli cabinet is selected by what man? Dom. Who is the prime minister? Tom. committed the, uh, the worst sin you could possibly commit Do you want to show. try it again? You are awfully close to the right yeah. answer. Yeah. The Prime Minister. Yes. Yeah, very, good, very good. Very good. Um, it pre uh, premiered in 97, ran to 03. Comedy Central featured three contestants who competed to answer trivia questions um, to win a grand prize of $5,000 from Ben Stein himself. That was the gimmick. Wasn't I was going to think, that's, that doesn't seem like a whole lot of money, but I guess if you're taking it from the guy. <laughs> yeah. Um, Supposedly. And at was, the end, uh, I remember, like, 
you had to answer like seven questions or something, mm-hmm. and then he had he had a chance to do the same, like go in a well, in silence booth or, or whatever. And, yeah, in the second half of the show, before time. that, um, Ben Stein would you know at the first half he would read the questions, the second half oh, he yeah. would play against you. Yeah, is how it worked. Um, so uh, to I guess you know defend his money or whatever. Yeah. Um, and then Jimmy Kimmel read the questions after that, during that portion of the show. And then, um, let's see, uh, produ- um, it won Outstanding Game Show Host Award in 99, Jimmy Kimmel did. Huh. Uh, okay. Um, Everybody knows the- Ben Stein is most famous for what? Bueller. Bueller. Bueller, he was the teacher in Ferris Bueller's Day Off. In the uh, apparently a in the speech clo- writer, a speech writer for Richard Nixon. That is true. That's right. He was he was into politics. I do remember that. Yes, now. and uh, of late, in the you know, mm-hmm. really showed his butt. So it was a, <laughs> as usual, they all fail you in the end. <laughs> <laughs> uh, during the closing credits, it was noted. That uh, the prize money was was paid from a prize budget what? from the producers of the show. You it really he, is he money. Didn't, big surprise! It wasn't really Ben Stein's money. Uh, but that it seemed like a, a a unique thing at that time. Uh, it was a good twist on things. Of you know, they would tease you and trash talk you, and like <laughs> it wasn't just a. Didn't you know, they have a dunce cap? That sounds familiar. That, yeah. I think that's I think that's the man show. You're about. Is it? Yeah, they made you go on a trampoline, right? <laughs> <laughs> I'm not positive. I know it was, that was yeah, it was very irreverent and very just kind of loose. And yeah. like, you know, Ben Stein had a good personality as like the very dry yeah. comic timing. And yeah, it was again, just a trivia game, but a, a good twist. Gotta game. be better than Car- war. Car- AC Doocy. Yeah. yeah. I remember watching that a lot as a kid though. I it was I on too. some time I was around. So I, I I have seen a lot of it, but I definitely love Ben Stein's Money back then. Yeah, I remember watching um reruns of Bob Eubanks and Card Sharks uh before school. Um and that's how I you know, it was it was easy like I said, it was easy to play along. Simple uh rules that you could fit into a half hour show. Um Ben Stein's money was you didn't even have to shuffle. No. <laughs> Half hour. Uh Ben Stein's money was a fun show I remember um you know years ago it now but uh when I was young and it it was a novel little concept it was cool because Comedy Central was still fairly new and uh writing you know that <clears throat> that racy reputation from South Park and shows like that, um, movies that, you know, they would show kind of, they would show Van Wilder a lot on that network. I remember that <laughs> back then, but, uh, yeah. So it's, it's when Ben Stein's money for both of you, you guys. Mm-hmm. Okay. Yeah. So that moves on. So quickly we're going through these matchup number three. Yeah. Anything with shadow Stevens or anything. Not yet. We're getting there. Uh, we'll, 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 we'll get there. Um, a, a little shadow goes a long way. 
<laughs> Next matchup. Uh, here's a fun one. The newlywed game versus the dating game, guys. Now, these are both good. Okay. okay. The newlywed game. What that? Who who hosted that? Uh, the newlywed game was was most famous by Bob Eubanks. That's what I thought. I yeah. was sitting here thinking, in that Bob Eubanks? Yeah, that was Bob Eubanks was the quintessential host. He's the, he's a uh, he needs more credit. Mm. He was good. He had a good delivery, and you know, really sarcastic and the mm. thing, say things and just kind of making fun of the contestants and things. He definitely had a style to his delivery but yeah the 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 newly newlywed game they had to you know try to match answers right they were newly married couples so those couples and they have already asked them questions Mm -hmm. and then the other one has to guess what their spouse said and then and then they there's a lot of hitting each other as they sit there and the husband didn't say what the wife thought they would say oh we did we, we our first date wasn't there you didn't say that, and da, 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 I love yeah. I love those cards you wrote your answers on because yeah. they always became weapons. yeah they were beating them with them yeah <laughs> a lot of paper cuts on the new right thing. but more more famous than that part of the show was this was where we got the phrase making whoopee last of our five point <laughs> questions girls tell me where specifically is the weirdest place that you personally girls have ever gotten the urge to make whoopee. Um. <laughs> no, 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 it's no, 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 He said it was uh, in the car on the freeway. Yeah, that's now that's a Bob Eubanks if you ever. <laughs> he was definitely because all show, about the innuendo. This show started in the late '60s, and they had to watch what they said, of course. When so, you're making whoopee, right? Yeah, and it, it was always like multiple choice. Are you a a cold fish? Mm. A hot tamale or uh, something, you know. They would they would give you some random thing, right? Complete this sentence. My husband is the first man I ever heard about who, what? He lasts so long when he's being, I mean, romantic. I mean, he just keeps. He doesn't quit. turn him on but he doesn't turn off he, he laughs he's got you know he's thin but he's strong say he is uh, basically more urban or rural kathy i don't know what they mean <laughs> You know him. Um, I mean, you married him. What do you think? Uh, heck, he's urban. He's urban. Yeah. How long has he been that way? About two months. Two months he's been. 
so um yeah so they had to they had to make phrases up to you know circumvent uh the network sensors is what was why they worded it that way and had catchphrases and all that ran forever um i remember it being on reruns nick at night um for a long time and, and watching you know those old newlywed uh shows back then um started in 66 black and white converted to color um by the end of 66 and then the primetime version began after that first ran wives are taken off stage while husbands were asked what they thought their wives would answer um of course and then uh then they switched and they did the same thing. The husbands were taken out. The wives gave their answer, what they thought their uh, husbands had previously answered. And then um, the highest score to, at the end of the second round won a prize that was that was chosen just for you um, because the couples had requested a certain prize and competed with other couples that had requested the same prize. <laughs> that's weird i don't remember that part <laughs> uh the grand prize was never a cash or a car um but it could be appliances furniture home entertainment systems a trailer or motorcycles trips um in the 97 remake the grand prize was always a trip and referred to as a fabulous second honeymoon instead of a grand prize chosen just for you so, anything okay, else? Okay, then we have the, the... Well, oh, sorry. Do you have more? Well, no, I was just going to say anything else on the new Didn't I feel it was rebooted even more recently. Like yeah, Sherry I agree. Shepard did hmm. some, I, I think. haven't seen it, but I, I remember hearing that it did yeah. reboot at one point. Oh, yeah, all exactly the same with the... writing with a marker on a card. Same hitting. Um, yeah. But then if you got it right, you usually get a little peck on the cheek or a nice cute oh, little kiss, and then you put the card Good job. It was, it was all adorable. I, I just remember, as even as a kid, I remember thinking that would be the easiest game to cheat on. Oh, yeah. Just because say just, a girl's name. You know. Yeah. Which of your relatives, if there's any question about my relatives, let's say my aunt. Or, or you know, mm. Answer the, the second of the multiple choice questions. Like it would be, I, I thought the same thing, but... I, I, I wanted to be married so, so much just so I could cheat on that game. Someday. <laughs> <laughs> you get married, I'll reboot that show. Um, okay. Uh, what do we know about the dating game? Well, wasn't that the one that, well, first off, who hosted that? Um, Jim Lang hosted the dating game from, uh, oh, it's for its entire ABC network run, um, from 73 to 78. This a is, this is the one where they had the girl or guy brought him out bachelor number one tell right me well yeah they had yes. talked to the person then they brought out the bachelor one two and three on the yep. other side of the partition and asked them questions and decided which one they liked and that's who they were going to go on a date with exactly. but our three bachelors always start on an equal footing and we have three gentlemen poised in position right now and here they are <laughs> gentlemen good luck a stalker for a professional library service, bachelor number one is an all-around athlete. He was born in Philadelphia, Pennsylvania. His name is Richard Jones. Richard, good luck. 
An entertaining guy, bachelor number two, hails from Waco, Texas. He's a writer, currently laying out the last for the Smothers Brothers. And we're delighted to welcome Steve Martin. Good luck to you, Steve. And bachelor number three is toying with the idea of becoming a teacher or going into the advertising field. He reviews albums for his school paper. He's been writing songs for several years, and we'd like you to meet Ed Masciana. Welcome, Ed. And there are three cool and capable swingers all set for game number two. Now, in order to keep our young lady from hearing anything about our three gentlemen, we've been keeping her isolated offstage in our soundproof room. And I would like to introduce her to all of you and you right now. A thoroughly versatile young lady, she handles comedy and drama with equal ease. She's just completed a successful road tour of Neil Simon's stage hit, Star Spangled Girl, starring Anthony Perkins and Jimmy Boyd. And she's currently filming Who Rides with Kane for United Artists. May we have a warm welcome for Dean Martin's delightful daughter, here's Dina Martin. Hi, Dina. How are you? You look delightful. And sometimes they had, you know, some... I feel like there was some stunt stuff at different points definitely often used in sitcoms and things as a you know a device for a funny episode or whatever you know this yeah. was well yeah you always might have some it's weirdo the, it's the third act of mall rats is just yeah <laughs> right 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 um it actually had a lot of famous people famous contestants on it uh, that oh, were yeah. always wannabe actors back then. That had That's made... how where they how they cast. You know, yeah. Like, anybody wants to get on, they want to get on screen any way they can. Right. I'll be Bachelor number two. So uh, before they were famous, Farrah Fawcett, Suzanne Summers, Yvonne Craig, Lindsay Wagner, Leif Garrett, Tom Selleck, Lee Majors. Um, were all contestants on the show in the 60s and early 70s. Um, other contestants who appeared before becoming famous included The Carpenters, Michael Richards, um, Andy Kaufman, Steve Martin, Burt Reynolds, John Ritter, Phil Hartman, um, Arnold Schwarzenegger, and serial killer Rodney... A callus? I just I'm I'm looking at Google and I'm seeing the uh, there's a made for TV movie called The Dating Game Killer. Yeah. <laughs> so <laughs> it had at least one serial. It just killer. shows the Terminator. Yeah, and then they had uh, a few few uh, famous people after they had became famous that went on the show, including a young Michael Jackson. Um, not problematic at all. Dusty Springfield, Ron Howard, uh, Barry Williams, Sally Field, Richard Dawson, Jay North, ooh, Paul Lind. Oh, there we go. Shadow <laughs> Stevens, <laughs> Betty White. Tell me, yes. Betty White. Betty White. Um, yeah, a, a classic uh, set with those kind of sixties, seventies style lettering had the flower the power. Flowers, like, yeah. Yeah. It looked like, it looked like the set of laughing, you know, with just a wall between the chairs. So. Yeah. Well, that's a tough choice. Good matchup, yeah, it right? Is, it is. Yeah. Good matchup. Wow. Do you have strong More feelings either Hall. way? I mean, does it come down to host? What, what, what are we I, judging on here? I think I would go newlywed game. I always like that. Um, 
because it's it's again it's a little bit of voyeurism like a peek inside like oh that's a happy couple or oh they they ain't gonna make it like that kind <laughs> of like <laughs> reality show type edge to it before we had any of that stuff so uh, the questions are usually funny or then sometimes they'd be kind of sweet and you know it just it was always uh left you with a good feeling it seems like well i think we definitely have to give um a little credit to bob eubanks um, and the fact that they, you know, they, they made up their own phrase that became, a you know, uh, everybody knows nowadays has known for 50 years now. And I think I agree. I like the newlywed game. And it doesn't matter what I said. What's the next matchup? <laughs> You are the weakest link. Uh, the weakest link versus the gong show. Well, couldn't be more opposite. <laughs> the weakest link that I'm trying to think when I, that's very around who wants to be a millionaire era yeah. where they were trying to trying to replace that with some other big gimmick yes and it that, was for a short a very short time it was it was the biggest it thing. was big yeah it was yeah. huge yeah started in in the uk um host ann robinson she was yeah. very serious and stoic and uh... howard Anne, are you more interesting than you look <laughs> <laughs> it's all in the mind eye of the beholder Anne. What do you do? I'm a uh, business development manager for a large bank in the Northeast. Okay. Tell me if there's anything interesting about your job. Absolutely not. No. It, it's interesting to me, but I'm sure that it would probably go right over your head. Okay. Why Doris? Um, Doris, uh, when she missed the question, she took up a, a larger amount of time than uh, necessary. Okay, you're always very quick, are you, Howard? <laughs> in some things, yes. In other things, I like to uh, take my time, if you know what I mean. I've absolutely no idea what you mean. What <laughs> Somehow I don't doubt that. <laughs> to uh, I think you had to answer questions as a team like it went around person to person mm -hmm. that was the you, the link yeah, the you, like links of a chain you tried to bank your money and as many if you got it right in a row the the money went up and then you could say bank and it would put it in your bank so if one person got it wrong you'd go then back you to started zero. over so yeah it was all about working as a team until you got to the end mm -hmm. and it's like we need to get rid of the stronger person because it would playing the one-on-one -on -one game which watching the jane lynch reboot people didn't quite seem to get they were not they were not always eliminated you know they were not playing uh strategically so yeah um group of contestants ranging from five to nine players uh when they started out had to work as a team of a uh there was a maximum cash jackpot um, doesn't say how much it was. Uh, but like we said, 
just a moment ago. Uh, the more questions you got right in in a row, the more money you won or somebody and you, won. And at the end of every round, you had to vote somebody off, and so yeah. you had to stand there and look at them. Like, I think I think Charlie is the weakest link. You know, you had to, yeah. you had to like tell them to their face. I think you should leave. But I I mean really. Isn't the reason it was famous was just because of the way she said, you are the weakest link. Goodbye. Yeah. It was her <laughs> kind of personality and that sort of no nonsense. That catchphrase. Yeah. So. Um, gong show. Who, who remembers the gong show? Oh, definitely me. You remember the gong show? I Yeah. I, I know of it, but it was never something I watched. Yeah, they like came out and did an act and the peop- the judges would... You know, I don't know what it was what a talent they, show. Yeah, basically, yeah. you know, if you suck, they hit the gong or whatever, and they'd like fall all over themselves trying to get to it to gong somebody out of there. It's been forever. <clears throat> it was hosted by Chuck Barris. Yep, and uh, uh, he's got the frizzy afro <laughs> hair. Yeah, and he's like, uh, oh, the wild '60s suit. Right. Oh, oh, I have a little letter here. Gotta read this letter for it. It's from uh, Huntley, Montana. Huntley, Montana. And it comes from Dan Par, Dan Parlish. And he says, I, I watch a show every day on, on a Billings, Montana station, and, and I love Gene, Gene, the dancing machine. We, we would, I just wish you'd give him another chance. So, all right, let's give him another chance. Lay it on now. Here it This was a this was something my parents watched a lot of. I was born in very late 1978, so really I was too young, you know, way too young to have watched this show. Um, but I I remember them watching it. I re, I remember them talking about it like this was one of their favorite shows at the time. It ran from 76 to 78, first run, and then 76 to 80. Uh, or 70, 76 to 78 in daytime, 76 to 80, and 88 to 89, um, and then revived 2017 for broadcast on ABC. We mentioned Chuck Barris. Um, the later version, Will Arnett was the host there at the end. And uh, there was even a... Um, there was a version... Do you guys remember when Mike Myers, like... He played, he was the host, but he played it as somebody, like, uh, somebody else. Yeah, he did it in character. Yeah. He didn't advertise it as Mike Myers. Right. So that was weird. <laughs> <laughs> but the whole show was weird. Um, so originally they had to wait 20 seconds before they could gong uh, whoever was, you know, the act or whatever. Um, but after a few episodes, this was extended to 30 seconds. And then to 45, just trying to give, you know, people longer to kind of make a fool of themselves and get the crowd yeah, it's laughing like, at uh, them. Whatever. They have those talent show shows now, like um, America's Got Talent or whatever. They mm-hmm. Don't they buzz them? It's the same thing. It's the same concept. They X them or whatever. Yeah. I don't know. But, but it was more fun to, like... It was more fun to watch the gun. judges, like you said, fall over each other trying to get, you know, be the first one to do it or whatever. Then I think sometimes the act, the actual, you know, like 
crazy act was. So yeah, definitely the forefather of all those shows and probably even like American Idol and yeah. so you think you can dance and any kind of competition show where, you know, the, yeah. the first rounds are always the, oh, look at these weirdos rounds or they used to be. <clears throat> now I did Before didn't... we got a little more politically correct. Yeah, uh, definitely not politically correct. <laughs> I, I highlighted a note here uh, when Barris announced the final score, a little person in formal formal wear, uh, which was actor and former Munchkin Jerry Marin, would run on stage throwing confetti while balloons dropped it from overhead. So that definitely wouldn't play very well today. <laughs> uh, they also gave out the worst act of the week award. Um, which apparently later later was changed to the most outrageous act of the week. Ladies and gentlemen, a bundle of yucks. If ever there was one. Fred Tyson. All those heaven West Virginia riding mama choo 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 waters. Life is dusty, dusting in the sky, dusting in the moonshine, to dropped in my eyes. Country roads take me home to the place where I belong. With the junior riding mama, take me home. Country roads take me home. Country roads. They did that on Friday shows, and then uh, the performer received a dirty tube sock. And a check for five hundred sixteen dollars and thirty-two cents. I don't know what that was about. Um, I still pick it over, over whatever the other thing was. <laughs> over the weakest link. Yes. Yeah, I think I would definitely. I I never got into the weakest link um, when it was hot, and even though I didn't watch the Gong Show. Um, well, I, this is the thing. Anybody can and has done a trivia show asking questions show you know yeah. and i love them so but you're not going to just get you can't just ride on the just that and think oh we'll have a gimmick saying and so we we get to go on in this bracket no you gotta have something more than that and you know maybe a maybe a question asking show well what could possibly win this whole thing but it ain't going to be just because you said you're the weakest link or something <laughs> stupid. You got to say making a whoopee or something. Right. Get on board. So I'm going that. with the gong show here. I go with the gong show also. Okay. Then we don't want to know what you think, Jordan. You don't. <laughs> That's the last thing you want. You're the weakest link. <laughs> Goodbye. 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 <laughs> <laughs> okay. Well, now what? All right, guys. So that brings us back up to the top. All right. We have Jeopardy versus Win Benstein's Money. Strong feelings, either way. I when I I remember that was like nightly viewing for me. I was probably high school, college. Every night, I was like, oh, got to watch Win Benstein's Money. Like it was, it was something I really loved. But it's not Jeopardy, you know. It's... <laughs> I was ready to upset the apple cart. Wow. <laughs> Okay, not so, really. Uh, just, so, yeah, it's something else better than that. I'd have went with you. Yeah, I guess we gotta go Jeopardy. Jeopardy. Okay. Uh, we have the newlywed game versus the Gong Show, guys. Yeah, newlywed game. 
Yeah, I mean, like I said, Gong Show is in pop culture. Everyone knows, even if you don't know it, you know it. But I, just me personally, I would much, I'm much stronger feelings toward Newlywed Game. Hmm. Okay. So uh, that brings us to Jeopardy and the Newlywed Game. Uh, the winner of this moves on. <laughs> yeah, we're predictable. Yeah. Um, Jeopardy is this just... Should, this should have been... Uh, this shouldn't have went down like this. We should have had, had four big shows in the final four. But we're just going to have three. You just have to admit Wheel of Fortune is not a good show. Yeah, it's not it's, I refuse to admit that. <laughs> It's a great show. <laughs> it's a classic format. Classic game that isn't just... So before, anyway. we're, all bad got eliminated. we're all in agreement. Jeopardy moves on. Yeah. I, just, I think Jeopardy, if they would have stopped with the form of a question thing and had everyone write their answers on cards like the Newlywed game. Mm, then then they could beat each dominated. other with them. Yeah. Then yes. anyone who gets it wrong gets hit with the cards. Oh. Yeah, I'm a little surprised nobody mentioned the uh, the Saturday Saturday Night Live skits with uh, with Will Ferrell and. Uh, well, I mean, just the fact that that's how ingrained in pop culture it is. It's been made fun of. Yeah, I mean, <clears throat> on Saturday Night Live, yeah, they probably and did weakest link too. What other game show host has had the outpouring you know, upon their passing? that Alex Trebek did like just the, the amount of love everyone showed for Alex Trebek, you know, that's hmm. when, when shadow Stevens goes, that's, we're not going to get that same uh, feeling. Well, I don't think there's uh, shadow anybody Stevens wasn't that they're going to make as big a shadow, deal. Shadow Stevens was the voice and he was a square, but John Davidson. Now he was a host. Classic. Yeah. Um, <laughs> All right, so what's our final four? All right, guys. Um, I'm going to pull up my uh, bracket real quick. Share that. Okay, so we have The Price is Right. Uh, that's going to be up against Family Feud. On the other side, we're going to have our... Uh, also, our The Price is Right came from the Barker region. Okay, mm -hmm. yes. handy. Mm -hmm. uh, Jeopardy came from the Trebek region. Right. And you got... Family Feud came out of the Dawson region. Yep, mm -hmm. exactly. Okay. And then out of the Sajak region, <laughs> we have Shadow Stevens's Hollywood Squares. Yeah. Squares for life, baby. <laughs> for anyone that doesn't know, I fought this. This was a terrible choice and will not win and is waste. So, but neither would have would Wheel of Fortune, so. But it would have been a bigger book. conversation. <laughs> but since we did that, there was Pat Sajak was in the news as like getting snippy with contestants and like he Pat Sajak almost got canceled in the last. He's few horrible. Days. I don't like. I mean, he's an awful person in real life. But so he knows how we've, to host. We've we've sidelined. We put Vanna in a corner. <laughs> we've we've elevated Sajak, who nobody likes, and you're still saying it's a it's the greatest game. I like the game. He likes the game. I like the game because it's not like every other game. It's a it, it is its own special thing, and it's a staple of game shows. Hmm. And so is tic tac toe. <laughs> yeah. 
Paul Lynn forever. Uh, so, um, which side you guys want to play first? Well, come on. All right. Now wait Seriously? till we wait till we route Jeopardy out of here. Please. Yeah, are I you, know. Are you, are you, <laughs> it's not yeah. over yet. He's gonna slam that laptop down. No, one of you, play. please, please, <laughs> one of you vote for Hollywood Squares. So Circle we have, takes the square. We have Jeopardy, and we have our Hollywood Squares right there. I'm gonna back out a little bit so we can see it all. I'm gonna go ahead and start you off. I'm voting for Hollywood Squares. Okay, so now oh, you guys. Nice. So we just talked about Jeopardy and you know the format. Alex Trebek uh, being the uh, being the host all those years. Ken Jennings winning the big money. Um, night after night, it's the same show for the most part. It's a fun show. Everybody gets to guess along trivia. Um, just format in uh, as a question. And then uh, down here we have Hollywood Squares that Seth has already voted for. Yeah. Um, you know, uh, the, I think the the main run of the show we talked about Paul Lind. Um, we talked about uh, Peter Marshall being the host, and uh, oh, uh, Peter uh, Marshall, a uh, a bevy cast Could have been of, the Peter Marshall region. It could have been. It could have been. Could have been very easily. Um, now, technically, looking at this bracket, Supermarket Sweep knocked it off. It so did. why are you mad at Hollywood Squared? You should really be mad at Supermarket Sweep. I'm not happy with Supermarket Sweep. <laughs> <laughs> I sure as heck didn't vote for that. <laughs> so, yeah, let's. you should just celebrate that it's not Supermarket Sweep, um, which In I love. In fact, I think that's I when that I close... It, isn't that when I rage quit? No, no. No, uh-uh. It was Hollywood Squares, I'm pretty sure. Oh, Match Game was the one that threw me out. When you yeah. went, after you had already got rid of Wheel of Fortune, and mm. then then you took out Match Game, that's when I'd had enough. You, you guys had made the wrong choice on both of them. That is, thought, that this busted. is the stupidest thing. I thought Match Game would save the region, and that would be our off pick of the three instead of picking four number ones. Our mm-hmm. off would be match game. It was like, no, no. What well, meant to be your bracket? Big if any listeners out there love Hollywood Squares, let us know. Defend it. I know Seth. What he's missing about I watched Square. it back in the day. I'm just yeah, saying. Sure. I'm just saying it doesn't. It's. It doesn't come to the end with any kind of chance. Well, I remember. Uh, well, neither, neither would Wheel of Fortune, in my in my opinion. I'm not saying just. Okay. <laughs> Forget you guys. <laughs> I'm saying if someone else looked at the bracket, uh huh, and was picking with from here on, they're not going to pick Hollywood Squares. Well, when have we ever picked anything exactly. based on what other people picked? Exactly. When have we? <laughs> um. So coming from the Ben Stein region, mm. we are yeah. going to pick. Jeopardy or Hollywood Squares? Hollywood Squares is a great show. I do have a lot of love for Pick it. it. Now he's just daring you. Yeah, he is. <laughs> I'm not letting you guys act like you're going to pick it. Pick it. Do it. You will not make me unhappy. <laughs> oh, Jeopardy. I think Jeopardy's fine. Jeopardy, mm. Jeopardy. Jeopardy's yeah. fine, but it's not. It's my third favorite one of the remaining. 
Really? Yeah. Hmm. I'm a little surprised by that. I'm I'm not I mean, all reverence to mm-hmm. Alex Trebek. But when I was a kid growing up, Jeopardy was boring to me. Mm-hmm. I like trivia and stuff. As I got older, it became interesting, and I, 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 you know, enjoyed it. And I like watching it, trying to get the questions right. But I it was not a fun game show to me. You know, I yeah. want something, something more. And it, 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 the it, other it, side, the other side gives that to me. Those other two shows. It, it it's rather. Um... It's dry. It's it is dry. It's just, it's, it's, it's very it's interesting. A kid, a kid. Unless you're like a, I mean, plenty of kids like Jeopardy. Obviously, yeah. It's a, it's good. They like to see what they can get. If they get one or two questions the whole episode, they're thrilled. It's too hard <laughs> for kids usually. One reason because they ask the question stupid. Because <laughs> it's not even a, you can't even think. Yeah. It's not a question. You know. Well, so, I, so kids, it's even harder for a kid to play. I don't know any anyone that's when we're sitting at home that actually sits there and when we're yelling out answers that says who is Benjamin. Well, I Franklin. know. I'm just saying it's yeah. hard. It's hard enough. But for the a concept. Kid to get, these are hard questions they're asking. They are hard questions, and it really surprises me um, because I've I've mentioned it before, but you know my 13 year old daughter loves Jeopardy, and we watch it almost every night like as soon as i get home she's like it's jeopardy time and like she thoroughly (laughs) enjoys it and she and and credit to her she doesn't care so much that about you know how many she doesn't know but her face lights up when she does know the answer and and she really genuinely um you know feels smart and, and feels like you know, she accomplished something by, by knowing uh, a few answers on Jeopardy every night, every night. So, so yeah, it's, it's, I think it's, it's definitely Jeopardy here. Um, without a doubt, but, uh, I don't know, Jordan, the more you guys ran down Jeopardy, the more I was thinking, Oh, it could be Hollywood square. I know. Look at that. They're both great. Got, so much, Jim J. Uh, Bullock. I I I watched Hollywood Squares for a portion of my life. I've watched Jeopardy most of my life, so I, I have to stick with Jeopardy. Ah, there we go. Okay, other side guys. And I, I definitely agree. This side of the bracket is a tougher choice. Stronger, just stronger. Uh, the Price is Right. Versus Family Feud. Both great shows. Both this this is the cream of the crop here for me. Uh, things I like about Price is Right. Bob Barker, come on! What come on more down. do you want? Come on down! Come, come on, on down! down. <laughs> got uh, Johnny Olson. Got a. Mark Goods and Bill Tomer production. <laughs> Got Barker Beauties. Mm. All these classic pricing games. Yeah. I mean, just so Choke. so many of them that you you know you are just staples that you've just seen a thousand times. The showcase showdown, mm. spinning the wheel, going to the end and get and getting the you know bidding on the showcases to. One of them is like pretty straight up. One of them is the 
has a little story to it. Uh, got trips and cars, and it's not which what favorite washing machine do you want to win uh, yeah. on the newlywed game. This is uh, this is the big deal. Uh, then you have Family Feud. You have 100 people surveyed, top five answers on the board. Uh, it's it, you get to try to think of the best answer, and this is the difference. This is this is the difference to me. I I love everything about the Price Is Right, except I don't care how much something costs. Mm. <laughs> That's the only weakness in that show. Is that? Yeah. It, in and fact, the... it's amazing. It's amazing how far that show ca- gets carried with everything else it has going for it, except who cares how much stuff is. <laughs> and and how crassly commercial it is. Every one of these shows is a commercial trying to sell you stuff. Yeah. But the price is right. Is every game, every, everything on it is like planters peanuts. You know, the, you know, they hold it right up to the camera and they're like the, (laughs) you know, the best tasting nut on the shelf. You know, what is it? Three 99 or five 99. Like it's, it's all just name brands and, and throwing stuff at you in a very crass sort of way. Exactly. Now, uh, just a couple nights ago, I, I do believe it was, um, they've been running The Price is Right at night on primetime television, um, host Drew Carey. So I flipped it o- over about halfway through the show. I was like, we were just look- we couldn't find anything else to watch. And for some reason, this was so weird. Because of the pandemic, okay, there's no audience. So they have... Um, they call you at home and say, hey, come on down here. <laughs> they have already chosen the contestants for that show. They don't have the uh, the podium out, you know, in front of the audience. They have it up on, the, all three of them, up on the stage, or four, however many contestants are up there at a time, four, right, um, to bid. So immediately I'm thrown off. And I'm like, wow, this is weird. The second thing, for some reason, Ludacris was on the show. I still can't tell you why. <laughs> he wasn't one of the regular contestants, but he was like playing too. It was the strangest thing. We never did figure it out other than, hey, there's Ludacris. And for some reason, he's spinning the wheel too. We don't know why. He's not spinning for anybody else. It was wild. Also, uh, have you guys seen Drew Carey lately? He yeah, has a yeah. massive beard. Yeah, this great big, great, long gray beard, and like his hair is like kind of long, and he's wearing. They look like Rex specs, his glasses. <laughs> they have like side shields on them. They, they, he looks like Kareem Abdul-Jabbar. He stole Kareem yeah. Abdul-Jabbar's. Uh, I I saw that he was on something. I saw he had the those. Uh, I think he's just trying to not get COVID. <laughs> uh, well, that's what I took it as. I, I thought it must be a pandemic thing. Yeah. Um, even though he looks like Grizzly Adams. However, um, it was just the strangest thing. So we're watching it and we have to find out because we're just trying to figure out why Ludacris is on the show. We still don't know why. Um, but we get to the showcase showdown, right? And we get our two contestants up there. First showcase showdown comes up. It's a new SUV. Um, there's a souped up uh, go- like golf cart. They call it a neighborhood vehicle. Um, and some other prices, okay? And I'm like, damn, that's pretty good. And the guy the guy passes on it. I'm like, he's crazy. That's the one with the car. Next one comes up. Um, 
Well, first the lady bids on it. The other contestant, she bids $30,000. It's a brand new SUV in California. Plus another little neighborhood vehicle, which is going to be several thousand dollars. And then there's some other stuff. She bids $30,000. I'm like, that hasn't cost $30,000 since the night, since the late eighties. So I'm immediately like, this woman has lost. She's nowhere close. Next showcase showdown comes up. There's a brand new Supra sports car, um, several trips, and some other stuff thrown in. Huge showcase, right? Guy gets on there and he bids like $36,000. That car is almost $60,000. Right. And I'm just like, what is happening? Like, these are the two worst contestants I've ever seen on this show. That's ludicrous. So we have to watch to the end. Uh, the first lady, the uh, she ends up winning because she underbid by over thirteen thousand dollars. Like Jordan said, the other showcase was like sixty over sixty grand. It was unreal. I was just like, "What has happened to the prices?" Right? These are the worst contestants I've ever seen. And for some reason, Ludacris walked out of there with forty six thousand. I still don't know why. <laughs> Oh, let's play God. the feud yeah you have just pushed me closer to the feud because <laughs> I'm, I'm pretty even on these two but uh, I don't know what's the best era of the feud is it is it Dawson is it Ray Combs is it um, the guy from Seinfeld <laughs> J. Louis I, Anderson I, I definitely watched more in the Ray Combs era but I, I recognize you know, whose region that we're in. <laughs> Do you guys remember the episode of Mama's Family when they played the feud? I do. I'm, Always comes to mind for I'm, me. I'm not going to get in an argument with the Lowe's about Mama's Family. <laughs> <laughs> so I'm just going to It's always say... sunny. It's always sunny in Philadelphia even in an episode. Hmm. They called it family fight they didn't have the rights to do the actual one but it was basically the same thing you guys voting i uh i'm actually uh i'm gonna vote for the prices right um that is the that has to be the the debt without a doubt the number one game show of all time for me um just too much history there too many great games um, too much Bob and the beauties. Definitely. I love the feud. Um, but, but putting it up against prices, right. It's definitely prices, right. For me. Gordon. Oh, this, this is this game. This hasn't been too difficult for me. Most of these, most of the things on this bracket didn't require a whole lot of, uh, stress for at least my choices but the, except for this one this one is this one's tough i don't know my head's going one way and my heart's going another but i i said i i watched a ton of family feud i've watched a ton of prices right too i'm sure and like you said the prices right is more varied there's a lot more to it you don't know 
you tune into an episode, you're not sure what's going. Are they going to be putt putting? Are they going to be plinkoing? What mm. what what are we going to see tonight? Might be yodeling. Yeah, you never <laughs> you never know. <laughs> Whereas Family Feud, you know, you might you get a variance in the questions and how how uh, terrible some people will answer. But, good answer. Good answer. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, they always clap no matter yeah. how terrible it is. No matter like, yeah, what. Okay, good answer. Good answer. Like, I'm like, I just want to smack him half the time. I'm like, why are you encouraging this terrible player? You know this you is are the weakest link. <laughs> so I got to give Family Feud a close second place. I'll, I'll go with Price is Right. All right, guys. Which probably crowns it the winner, I'm guessing. If that's... Um, Jeopardy, Price is Right. Um, well, full disclosure, I absolutely would have put Prices Right over Family Feud, and I, I think it's the ultimate game show. It's fun, even though it's just a pricing game in the end, mm-hmm. it has so many elements. It's, it's the pageantry. It's, the, it's, it's the perfect game show. It, it has, you get to come down play a game you get it get on stage there's three three different games you're gonna get to play six different of the rotation of 25 to 30 different games mm-hmm. and you never know what you're gonna get the roulette wheel of games then you're gonna get to spin the wheel and wonder if that person's gonna get bashed in the head with the wheel they're falling step back and how he he just gives them all the attention in the world until and the second they're eliminated and he doesn't, they doesn't say goodbye. Never looks at the person again. They're never seen again. They're just gone. <laughs> and then the final, you know, bidding on the showcases could possibly win both of them. Mm. It'll, it, I really think it's the perfect game show. Mm. I love it. There you go, guys. I will concur. Champion. It is official. Price is right. Greatest game yeah. show. <laughs> yeah, nobody brought up Happy Gilmore this whole... It was a struggle. Yeah. yeah. So, well, I, I hope we accomplished something. Um, I think we had fun with it for the most part. And uh, uh, I hope everybody uh, enjoyed the conclusion to it and everybody enjoyed this little series. Um, got to pass some, you know, got a few episodes out of it. Uh, in a uh, you know in a time where there's maybe not so much going on as there we would normally be doing uh, at the beginning of the year doing movie previews and year previews and all that stuff but because of the pandemic um, thank you Jesse for pushing us into it and uh, and getting another bracket show out there and thank you Cliff for putting the bracket together and and doing all the research and paperwork on that. Thank you, me, for <laughs> picking the right winner. And then there, all you people staying at home, you don't know that you used to, you used to have to go to school back in the old days. Yeah. And there occasionally, you had to get sick to watch The Price is Right. That's right. But you did it. It's what made us feel better. And you were, exactly. And that was what soothed you and got you through the day. All right, we did it. That's it. 
Good job. Well done. Remember to get your pets spayed or neutered. Couldn't have said it any better myself. <laughs> and we'll be back in two and two, whatever that, two weeks, I guess. <laughs> With more Kapow the Pop Culture Podcast. Thanks for listening, everybody. We'll see you next time. My name is Jordan Lowe. Cliff Barnes. I'm Seth. Goodbye forever. Kapow! The Pop Cultured Podcast is intended for entertainment and information purposes only. Sounds, music, and clips played during the podcast are property of copyright holders. All original content is property of www.udamwithkpp.com. If you enjoyed this podcast, please subscribe and leave a comment. Kapow! The Pop Cultured Podcast is available on Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts, Podbean, Spotify, and wherever podcasts can be found. You can connect with us through social media on Facebook, YouTube, at The Kapow Podcast on Twitter, or email the show, Kapow! The Pop Cultured Podcast at gmail.com. If you really want to go the extra mile, please sign up to be a patron through the Podbean app or our website, www.udownwithkpp.com, to receive special content and early access to some episodes. We are grateful to anyone that chooses to contribute, but please know that most of our content will always remain free, so please continue to like, comment, and share. Greatest Game Show Bracket Challenge Part Four. There you go. Okay. Welcome. (laughs) (laughs) Impeccable timing. (laughs) You couldn't freaking time that any better. (laughs) We were just getting started. I said the word welcome. Ding. And Michael pops up. Literally just started the intro. Well, I, was, I didn't like. I was just pulling it up to see if it was on. Now I'm not even set up right yet, so I'll be back. Yeah, we're gonna do the game, the last game show first, uh, Michael. Okay. Yeah. So just that, well, I was gonna say just hop back in whenever you're ready, but um, I was just letting you know. Well, if you guys are gonna do the game show, just go ahead and finish that one out, and then let me know, and I'll jump on the next one. Okay. All right. He sounds a little echoey. Yeah, a He's little in bit. An auditorium. His new office. <laughs>